on into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday hump day edition of the show. We are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is, of course, America's number one daily podcast network. A lot to cover on today's edition of the show. We're going to talk about BYU, the opening betting lines for the first week of the season when they take on Utah are out. Is BYU six points worse than Utah? We'll discuss that. Also needed to get to our player profile today. That is going to be a little bit off the beaten track. Number 78 isn't on the roster for BYU coming out of spring ball. So we're going to go with one of the specialists that could make a big impact this fall in that slot. We'll talk about that as well. Need to talk about a new commit on the basketball front and of course run down everything else going on in BYU sports news. A lot of All-American citations handed out as well as some national team appointments for former BYU athletes. We'll cover it all for you on today's edition of the podcast. We are brought to you today by our good friends at Twillery. We'll tell you about them here in a little bit. Also brought to you today by Hotels.com and the Himalaya podcast app. Thanks again for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show. We'll tell you about all of our great sponsors here throughout the show. Let's get going. This is Locked on Cougars for June 12th, 2019. Hi guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the podcast. Let's start off on the football front of things. And the betting lines, according to Bet Online, are out. And BYU opened as a six and a half point underdog to their rival University of Utah. We are 78 days away from that game. And the line actually had some quick action on it, moving down to to a six-point underdog status for BYU in early betting, and of course that'll continue on throughout the summer. The Las Vegas sports books will put out their odds relatively soon, and I saw some discussion about this kind of going back and forth. Is BYU six points worse than Utah? Is that kind of the fair line? And I actually think it's not a bad line, plain and simple. And uh, just looking at it, BYU last year gave up two 20-point leads in that loss to Utah. Borderline unacceptable. Uh, not Probably not borderline unacceptable if you're a BYU fan just demoralizing to see your team go down like that and I, I, I'll be interested to see how this line kind of moves over the next couple of months. Because like I said, we're 78 days away. We've still got two months plus before this game gets there. Uh, last year, BYU, and I know a lot of you guys aren't sports betters, but it's a way I like to track how things trend for teams. Uh, BYU last year was 9-4 and four against the spread, covering, that means in 69% roughly of their games. Uh, Utah was 7-7 seven and seven against the spread, which will be interesting because if if it's harder to peg them. So I've said it before and I'll say it again in the current iteration of how BYU in this series has gone. I will not pick the Cougars until they prove they can beat Utah. Uh, that may make me unpopular with BYU fans, but it's just something I've done. It actually made my brother, who I was talking to the other day, who's a big BYU fan, and he was like, well, what are the chances BYU beats Utah? I'm like, they've got a chance. I'll, I'll never count BYU out. These games have traditionally been within seven points. It's always been tight in its history of late. 
but I said I won't pick the Cougars until they prove they can do it. And that may make me um, unpopular, but that's what I'm sticking with. Uh, another point of discussion I wanted to mention in conjunction with this was a conversation I had with some friends the other night. We went out to pizza and we were talking BYU sports. And uh, the question was brought up, which of the first four games, or how would you project the first four games? Of course, BYU opens the season in 2019 against four Power 5 opponents, starting with Utah, traveling to Tennessee, and then two home games the following two weeks against USC, followed by Washington. Four big-name teams, and BYU's going to have their work cut out for them to to win win those games. And the question was brought up, which of those four would you give BYU the best chance of winning, and which would you give them the least chance of winning? Hopefully that makes sense. And as the discussion kind of ensued, we were going back and forth. Uh, certain guys had the same frame of mindset I had, saying that I won't pick uh, BYU to beat Utah until they prove they can do it. But if there's a chance BYU's going to do it, it's the first game of the year. It's actually a good opportunity. I know that Utah will have plenty of time to prepare for BYU, watching film, etc. But at the same time, BYU's got plenty of film on the Utes, and they'll be able to prepare. And Utah, if the issues with their offensive line and some of the other um, issues that have been talked about this offseason are prevalent, well, that first game, they're not going to have them all ironed out. I can tell you that much. So it's a chance for BYU to win that game. But like I said, I'm picking Utah to win that game until BYU proves they can do it. So as the conversation ensued, they asked me, well, Jake, what do you think? And I said that actually the game I think BYU has the best chance of winning is Washington. And the reason why is because they're replacing their quarterback, their running back. I know it's four games into the season, so Washington still should have some things ironed out, at that po- ironed out at that point. But I feel like BYU should have plenty of things ironed out in their own right, barring major injuries, etc. at that point of the season. I think they should be playing relatively well at that point they should be up and rolling you would hope so I actually told the guys I was talking to uh, and I said okay here's kind of how I see it I think BYU's best chances of wins in those first four games actually go in reverse order of the schedule just kind of how I, I I envisioned it as we were talking the other night about this so essentially I think the best chance for a win for BYU in that for in those first four games is Washington followed by USC followed by Tennessee followed by Utah so it's in reverse order of the schedule and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it at Jacob C. Hatch. You can follow the show on all the major social media platforms at Locked On Cougars, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or drop us an email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Let me know what you think the best chance for a win in the first four games for BYU is. And also let me know what your prediction is for those first four games, maybe the schedule, the season as a whole. I've got BYU. If they come out of those first four games, one and three, two and two, I won't be fretting. Oh, and four, that would be concerning. But one and three, two and two, I don't think it's all that concerning for BYU. Just in my mind, looking at it right now, I feel like BYU is as deep as they have been in some time. They've got a good team coming back here. It's a young team. I think that they're going to do some good things this year, and we'll see how it all plays out. All right, as I mentioned, we are 78 days away from the Holy War. They're doing our player countdown series right here on Locked on Cougars, and it's today's um, roster slot. I was looking at the roster. Well, number 78 isn't on the roster currently. They have a hole there, and I was looking at it, and I said, okay, is there any offensive linemen I want to talk about? No, not necessarily. Not a lot of guys coming back off missions. This offensive line for BYU is very young. There weren't many defensive lineman that we haven't discussed yet so I actually decided well you know what specialists normally wear weird numbers so we're going to talk about one of the specialists a guy coming off a mission by the name of Ryan Recco uh, he's from Veradale Washington played at Central Valley High School uh, 
highly rated kicker coming out of high school and also punter. He's expected to be back from, from his mission this summer, like the July time frame. So it's not going to be a lot of turnaround time for him to be able to come in and get a lot of work with the team before fall camp starts. But currently, as BYU's punting position stands, we have guys on that roster that don't necessarily make you think, okay, they've got a good opportunity here. It's just not It's not a deep group. It's actually one of the biggest question marks if you've listened to this podcast for some time that I've had. Uh, Danny Jones is a junior from Australia, big-bodied player, 6'4", 245 pounds. There's been rumors of him potentially transferring this offseason. Haven't seen anything official there. He hasn't been consistent in any way, shape, or form based on what I've seen out at practice, so he leaves a question mark there. And then of the kickers that are battling for the kicking job, a guy like Jake Oldroyd or Skylar Southam could also enter the punting competition if they don't win out in the kicking competition. They're both good kickers, and Ryan Rico was a great kicker in high school in his own right. So I think Rico's going to come in, and he's going to have an opportunity to make an impression right away. Who knows if he's in shape? Who knows if he's been kicking on his P-Days on his mission? He's been serving, I believe, in England of all places, so he's not in a third-world country per se, but I'm not imagining he's done a ton of work uh, kicking while he's been serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But like I said, kind of a weird number. This kicking-slash-punting competition who wins out in both position groups will be very interesting to see how it all shakes out for the Cougars during fall camp. But uh, Ryan Recco coming off a mission, I expect he's firmly going to be in the mix just because of the simple fact that the punting position is very unsettled at this point. I know it's probably uh, keeping Ed Lamb up at night. He stresses over special teams, and it's not a bad thing that he stresses over it. He wants his special teams because he's a special teams coordinator in addition to his duties with BYU's linebackers and as the associate head coach. Special teams is one of his specialties, and he wants to make sure that it is, it's running at a high level. And I think this punting position is probably giving him a little bit of indigestion. And here's hoping that a guy like Ryan Recco can come in and make an impression for the Cougars right off a of mission. I think that the competition, uh, speaking of Jake Oldroyd, Skylar Southam, Danny Jones, Ryan Rico, all in the mix for the for those two positions, the kicking and punting positions, is beneficial because I think the best guy will rise to the top. I don't envy what Utah's got going on, having Chaden Johnston, who's expected to be their kicker, uh, retire from football. Now they're trying to get a, a former backup kicker from UCLA and another kid, Jaden Redding, another walk-on kind of in the mix. Utah's in worse shape than BYU at the kicking position. Punting probably is okay in their, in their regard, but the specialist positions are critical in the game of football. I know there have been talk of eliminating kickers from the game of football altogether, etc. It's still a critical part of the job. And here's hoping that the four guys competing for BYU, Danny Jones, Ryan Recco, the two presumed punters, and also Skylar Southam and Jake Oldroyd, the two kickers, that competition, you put all four of them in a competition. Danny Jones probably isn't a factor in the kicking competition, but you put all four of them in there, and the best two guys kick and punt. I think it's a great situation for BYU to be in, and here's hoping that the competition breeds success for the Cougars in 2019. All right, so there you go. Day number 78, our player profile, Ryan Recco, returned missionary coming home from England and hoping that he can have an impact on the BYU specialist positions. All right, we will take a timeout here, come back on the other side, need to talk a little bit about BYU basketball. They picked up a commitment yesterday. We'll talk about that. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's sp- 
one one of today's sponsors. That is our good friends at Twillery.com. Uh, Twillery.com wants to help you restock the shirts in your closet. Whether you have to wear a dress shirt every day, more of a casual look, they want to make restocking your closet as simple as restocking the soda in your fridge. Easy, affordable, and the perfect fit guaranteed. Twillery offers non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts for as low as just $55 each when you bundle them together. They also include free shipping and returns. You try on some twills risk-free. After all, as they say, feeling is believing. Right now, guys, it's Father's Day. You're probably figuring out, okay, what do I want to get my dad? Well, if they work in any professional sphere where they have to wear shirts, check out twillery.com slash locked on and you can get $25 off using the promo code LOCKED ON. L O C K E D O N. LOCKED ON, $25 off. You also get free brushed nickel collar stays included with each shirt. Like I said, the free shipping and returns. There's no stress on it. If it doesn't fit, send it right back. They'll make sure you're taken care of. They want to make sure you've got everything you need to do. Uh, non iron, the proprietary non iron textile safe cotton, it removes most nasty chemicals found in all other non irons and leaves the fabric feeling buttery soft. So check it out, guys. Twillery.com, and right now in the run-up to Father's Day, have a special Father's Day special for you. Enjoy a free set of bottle opener collar stays that's only valid until the end of this week, June 16th. So get on it, guys. Go to Twillery.com slash locked on. Check it out. Great shirts. I've enjoyed the ones they have sent to me. They've been awesome. I've worn them to church multiple times. So check it out. Twillery.com slash locked on. Use that promo code locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $25 off. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show. A reminder for you guys, this show is available on all the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and one of our favorite sponsors here on the Locked On Cougars podcast, the Himalaya Podcast app. I want to encourage you guys to check us out. If you're looking for a way to listen to the show, check out Himalaya. You can get Locked On Cougars on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya. It's free. It's easy to use. It's out there. It's got every podcast you'd ever want to listen to on it. And one of my favorite parts about it it has personally curated playlists that help you kind of find podcasts that you like to listen to in the same vein so if you're a BYU sports fan they can help you find other BYU sports podcasts I'm good friends with a lot of the podcasters in the BYU sphere and I they help you find those. You also can create playlists like any other music service, a Spotify, etc. You can go on there, create a bunch of different playlists and share them with your family and friends. So I'd encourage you guys follow us locked on Cougars on the Himalaya podcast app, download it now and check it out. I think it's a fantastic new feature. We're proud to have them as a sponsor on the show and thank them for their continued support. So check us out locked on Cougars on the Himalaya podcast app, download it on the app store or Google play or wherever you get your apps for your phone. All right, let's talk some BYU basketball here for a moment. They picked up a commitment from a local prospect, uh, Jeremy Dowdle from uh, Olympus High School. Uh, he's the four, actually the prep scoring champion this past season. He averaged 29.6 per, points per game this past season, broke the Utah State record for threes made in a season with 117. Previous record former held by former, well not former BYU player, held by current BYU player Nick Emery, of, formerly of Lone Peak. He also has the record for the most threes made in a career with 307. So he can shoot the three at a high clip. We've, I think we've established that fact. Uh, Dowdle playing for Olympus High School. It's actually a very well-respected college basketball program. 
Rylan Jones, of course, the two-time uh, Mr. Basketball winner, is now at the University of Utah, led Olympus to some great heights. Dowdle, I think, is, is an underrated player. He's joining BYU, I, according to reports, as a preferred walk-on with the option after serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Currently has his call to go to Argentina. Uh, has an opportunity to win a scholarship or earn a scholarship with his play once he returns from his mission. I think this is a great pickup. It shows that Mark Pope is scouring for all kinds of talent. We've all seen BYU want to shoot the three at a higher clip, and this kid has proven it at the prep level. Uh, he's six foot four with a six foot seven wingspan, according to reports. So he's got the size that you want to see in a uh, in a shooting guard who can defend. I think this is a great pickup for the Cougars. We'll see how it all shakes out for BYU. Uh, like I said, he's going to go on a mission, so you're not going to see him for at least two years here. And I, just, plain and simple, I just really like what Mark Pope has done. He's brought in guys like Blaze Neal, who spent a year at uh, College of Eastern Utah, uh, or U, sorry, Utah State University Eastern. Okay, it's the College of Eastern Utah. Anybody that grew up in this state or knows anything about this state of Utah and their uh, colleges knows it's CEU. And uh, so. I think that Pope is actually being smart here. He's kind of doing what BYU football did now that I think of it and what they have done since Kalani Satake took over. They go out and find kids who are maybe not the elite athlete but have skills and they tell them, hey, come here. You can play here. If you're good enough, we'll put you on scholarship, plain and simple. And I think that's in any sport. But they're, they're trying to highlight what BYU can do for these young men. Low tuition costs if you are a walk-on overall comparative to the national average. You don't have a lot of student load debt yeah, student load debt if you decide to go to BYU and have to take on student loans, etc. They want to make sure that you understand that. It's an environment that a lot of players find appealing to them. It's a rabid fan base. I think any BYU fan will acknowledge that fact. But they go out there. I think what Pope is doing is taking a little bit of a page, and it's, I think it's similar to what he, he's done in his coaching career period, and gone and found overlooked players, got them to commit as preferred walk-ons, and if they perform well, well, guess what here's your scholarship you you earned it i like that mentality let guys come in who maybe yeah aren't the elite of the elite prospects that you'll also of course chase and try and sign but if these guys can come in and prove that they're worthy of that scholarship absolutely you reward them i know it's a little different with college basketball because you only have 13 to 14 scholarships per year versus football where you carry 85 scholarships so it's football it's a lot easier to give a scholarship to a guy but in basketball i think it's a similar similar deal and i think that's what mark pope is doing here so jeremy dowdell i like how he spells his name d-o-w with a capital d and then he goes capital d again e-l-l jeremy dowdell uh former olympus high star going on a mission for the church of jesus christ for La- of, of latter-day saints and will return in time to play for byu presumably in the 2021 2022 season and best of luck to him on his mission. I like what he, the film I saw of him. He can he can do some good things. And like I said, six foot four with a six foot seven wingspan. That's great size for a perimeter player, especially in the college game. And if his shooting carries over, like I said. Career, uh, broke the Utah State record this past season for threes made in a season with 117 makes. Also has the career record for the most threes made in a career with 307 and averaged just a shade under 30 points, 29.6 points per game as a senior this past year at Olympus High School. I think it's a great pickup. It's an underrated pickup for the Cougars and bravo to Mark Pope and his staff. Alright, we will take another time out here, come back on the other side, catch up on everything else going on in BYU Sports. A lot of things to cover. 
Reminder for you guys that Hotels.com is one of our top sponsors here on Locked on Cougars. They want you. They want to remind you. You don't have to hate like your friend's trip on social media. And a lot of you probably have wondered, what is a hate like? Well, when you're on Instagram and your friend's in Bali or your friend is over in Hawaii and they're posting pictures of the sunset or them hanging on the beach and you're stuck here in Utah. And this time of year, Utah's great, but I'm talking maybe in the middle of January and it's 80 degrees for them and it's 30 degrees for us with a foot of snow on the ground. And you still have to feel like you have to double tap on that Instagram screen or like the picture because they're your friend. That's a hate like. Well, guess what? Hotels.com wants to remind you, you don't have to hate like your friend's trip. All you've got to do is book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. More in a moment. This is Locked on Cougars. Back to Locked On Cougars as we wrap up today's edition of the show. I want to thank you guys for your continued support of the podcast. If you are interested in weighing in on the show, feel free to reach out anytime. You can follow the show on all the major social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using the, uh, well, under the name Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. We'd love to hear from you there. Or if you want to drop us a note via email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com is the email address. We'd love to hear from you there. If you'd like to advertise with the company. We have very competitive rates. We'd love to get your brand in front of thousands of BYU fans. Our download numbers continue to climb. We're in our ninth or tenth month of, of doing this podcast, and it's been an absolute pleasure to, to do it. And then we've actually seen these download numbers continue to increase month over month. So encourage you guys, if you are interested in having your brand or your product represented on the podcast, have us represent it for you. Love to be, we'd love to help you out. Hit us up, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Love to help have you involved with this podcast. All right, let's run down all the other BYU news for you today. BYU Track and Field had 16 athletes receive a total of 18 All-American citations at the conclusion of the 2019 NCAA Outdoor Championships. The Cougars collected a total of 10 All-American first-team accolades between the men's and women's teams. The men's team had six athletes receive those first team honors while the women's team secured the other four first team honors. Uh, to be named an All-American first team by the NCAA, you have to finish in the top eight at those NCAA Outdoor Championships. Clayton Young and Connor Mance were the first team All-Americans in both the 5,000 meters and the 10,000 meters. Of course, Young won the NCAA Championship in the 10,000 meters, so congratulations to him. Uh, Connor McMillan and Matt Owens also received first team honors. McMillan was third in the 10,000 meters while Owens finished eighth in the steeplechase. Uh, McMillan is going to uh, finish his track and field career having been a track and field All-American six times. Brenna Porter, Erica Burke-Jarvis are both uh, first-team All-Americans along with Anna Camp-Bennett and Whitney Orton who were first-team All-Americans and then Andrea Stapleton-Johnson and Lauren Ellsworth-Barnes were second-team All-Americans. Clayson Clayson Shumway, Kenneth Rooks, and Jacob Heslington were second team All-Americans as well. So congratulations to all those who earned All-American All-American first and second team honors. And then also some athletes earned All-American honorable mention honors. Ricky Fantroy, Dallin Farnsworth, Connor Weaver all received those honorable mention recognitions. And the men's relay team of Michael Bluth, Blake Ellis, Abraham Schapp, and Colton Yard, they received the same honor. So a great season overall. Like I said, they didn't finish probably as high as they wanted to on the track and field side of things of those championships, but a great season nonetheless. So congratulations to Ed Eyestone on a season well done 
And congratulations to each individual player who received those All-American citations. A couple other things to note for you before we go today is that BYU junior golfer Peter Quest wrapped up playing the 23rd annual Arnold Palmer Cup with a 2-2 individual record for the United States team at the Elotion Cup Elotion Club in Roland, Arkansas. The international international squad unfortunately won the Ryder Cup format style tournament, 33.5 to 26.5 over the American team. It's the first visiting team to win on U.S. soil since 2009 in this tournament, but a good showing all the same for Peter Quest. He plans on returning to BYU for his senior season next year, and that golf team, that men's golf team, should be stacked and loaded once again next year. Final note for you today is that former BYU women's volleyball outside hitter Roni Jones Perry, the reigning NCAA Player of the Year, will be a member of the U.S. US Women's Pan-American Cup training team hosting Canada in a pair of exhibition matches this weekend. She's been playing professionally over in Italy, and it's a great honor for her to be on the national team. Best of luck to her and Team USA as they face off in those exhibition matches against against Canada later this week. All right, there you go. That's all the other BYU news getting you caught up to date. Uh, we will have a short edition on the, of the show tomorrow, but Friday we are talking UMass football with Minutemen head coach Walt Bell. Yeah, we're having a head coach of a Division One football team on this podcast, so stay tuned for that Friday. Scheduled to have Walt Bell, the new head coach of the UMass Minutemen, joining us to talk about UMass as BYU will finish up a four-game series this fall against the Minutemen, one of their fellow F- FBS independents. So stay tuned for that on Friday. Thanks again for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show today show brought to you by our good friends at twillery.com go to twillery.com slash locked on use that promo code locked on and receive $25 off also check out the podcast on the Himalaya podcast app fantastic partners of the pod of the locked on podcast network and locked on cougars and also hotels.com reminding you don't hate like your friends social media trips book your own with hotels.com all right guys we will catch you later this week tomorrow on a short edition another full edition on friday have a great day this has been locked on cougars for june 12th 2019